Hey girl, welcome to the Light Your Fire podcast. Here we're all about inspiring moms to rediscover themselves while being present at home and bringing some fun back into their lives. My name is Liz Garcia. I'm a busy mom of two young kiddos on a mission to light a fire under your butt and take the epic baby steps you need to get you where you wanna go in life. Whether it's up-leveling your mindset, career, mom life, or relationships. This podcast is all about sharing tools that are super simple, yet crazy effective to build habits that will actually help get you out of a rut and start living the life you dream about. Seriously. So girl, are you ready? Let's get into it. What's up? Thank you so much for joining me on today's episode. And you guys, I just returned here a few days ago from a family vacation in Colorado. Oh my gosh. If you've never been to Colorado, girl, you are missing out. It was seriously one of the most beautiful places I have ever been to. And I know some of you are probably like, yeah, I've already been there. Like it's gorgeous. People are probably like, I've been there a million times. This was my first time, which is so wild. Like I, both my husband and I, we love to travel. And so for today's episode, I really wanted to pull the curtain back a little bit and just explain a little bit about like some of the top travel places we went to, like some top traveling tips, both for adults and kiddos, like all the things. So today is going to be just a really fun episode of kind of the experience we went through. I had a few of you actually DM me after posting on social media, asking questions about like where we went, things like that. So I am just an open book for today's episode about our trip to Colorado. And so the main area that we stayed at, you guys, was Estes Park, which for those who don't know, it is right outside of Rocky Mountain National Park, like the entrance to the park. And we had this amazing Airbnb. And you guys, like when we were driving up to this Airbnb, it was just, you could see the mountains in the background, which was amazing. We had like a hot tub. So there are seriously some incredible, incredible Airbnbs out in that area. So definitely check it out. If you have any interest in the exact Airbnb that we stayed at, shoot me a DM that says Colorado, and I will definitely go ahead and shoot you that link. So, but that's where we stayed at. We're in an Airbnb the almost the entire trip, except for the last night, um, we ended up staying at a hotel the last night before. So that way we were a little bit closer to the actual airport because we had about an hour and a half drive from the airport to get to the Airbnb. So anyways, really the first day was just, you know, travel, all of that good stuff. Luckily, we didn't have any delays the first first day we got in, but the first full day, which was, as I'm recording this, this was last Friday, and we ended up going to several different places within Rocky Mountain National Park. The one place that stood out to me, though, that I had to mention for today's episode was what's called the alluvial fan. So if you guys aren't familiar with what an alluvial fan is, basically, at least for this case, what happened in Rocky Mountain National Park, it was a dam that ended up breaking. So it totally broke. This was back in like 1982. So July of 1982, a dam broke and literally 200 million gallons of water ended up just 
flooding everywhere. And according to my dad, I, I didn't do the research on this, this little tip, but um, my dad had mentioned that there was about six feet, I think of mud in, I want to say it was like the downtown SS park area. So pretty wild. But what happened from that event is tons and tons of rocks just came down this hill. And now today it's a waterfall, um, which apparently (laughs) I didn't realize this, but apparently this year they've had a lot more rain than normal in Colorado, especially in the SS Park area. And so there's just a lot more of a waterfall look to it versus normal. So otherwise it looks like, I think just more of like a smaller stream. So it was beautiful. Um, And I should probably mention the places that we went to that I'm going to mention in today's episode are ADA accessible. Um, A friend of mine was asking me about that because she's going to be doing a trip with her family coming up. And so literally every place we went to, with the exception of the one hike we went on, we were able to bring a stroller for Luca. So for anybody who's got kiddos, like especially young kiddos, it is seriously just a gorgeous place. Not only to take your family, but absolutely bring your kids because they can also come. So that was the first day on Friday. Oh my gosh. We squeezed in so much. We did a ton of driving around the park. It was just gorgeous. We were just taking in on the scenery and I was super surprised by all the elk. There was just a ton of elk that we saw both in the park, but then also out just strolling around in the Estes Park like area. So even like the town area. So it was just kind of cool. Um, so that's the first, first big place that I had to mention on today's episode. So alluvial fan is the name of it. And that's directly inside Rocky mountain national park. So the second day, second full day that we had, which was last Saturday, um, was we did the Alberta falls hike. So this place was great. There were a ton of different hikes that you could do from the, the main area that you parked. And from there, we ended up doing like the shorter one, which is Alberta Falls. It was about a mile hike, I think, is is what it was measured to. But keep in mind, we did actually end up having Luca in the stroller for part of the way down the hill. And then after a while, we like had to ditch it just alongside and be like, yep, we're done with the stroller because, you know, it's like a legit hike. There was just rocks and things like that. So long story short, we ended up keeping his stroller on the side until all the way back. So, but Alberta falls, it does have a waterfall. It's gorgeous. Um, there's a lot of people on the trail. They had a lot of, um, just, it was just a beautiful scenery. Um, like, and for me, like I don't hike very often, but it was just a really nice trail to be able to walk. Like for me, I thought it was a fairly like, yes, it's strenuous because you're hiking in general. So you're getting your heart rate up, but, um, to me, anybody. So if you've never hiked in your life or somebody who's hiked all their life, like, I think that was, it was really just a great trail for anybody to be able to go on. And obviously the view was incredible getting to these falls, um, took some pictures and then we got back to the, back to the car and we ended up having lunch, which I did want to share a couple tips along the way for, for this episode. And tip number one would be to bring 
food. So definitely a couple of the days that we were just traveling throughout the park, um, we ended up just packing sandwiches. We didn't even make the sandwiches up ahead of time. We ended up just bringing a loaf of bread, some meat. We ended up getting deli meat, putting that in a cooler, some cheese. And then um, we ended up getting the mini bags of chips. So you guys, this has been so handy. And ever since COVID hit, you know, it's like typically if you know, if we had like a a get together or a party, even at our house, like a lot of times I would just buy like the regular big size bags of chips. Well, ever since COVID, it's just been so much more convenient going to either like your local grocery store or like a Costco, Sam's Club, things like that. And they have usually the mixed bag of like the mini chips. So those were super, super handy. I know they're not the healthiest, but it's one of those things where it's just more on the the convenient side. If you're out and about, um, we did also bring some different snacks like string cheese. Um, we did have a little bit healthier options too, um, like nuts, things like that. Um, but I thought I'd at least share that tip, but you guys, we also visited, if you don't know, or if you're not familiar with the Estes Park area, they're, they're also known for what's called the Stanley Hotel. And if you're not familiar with the Stanley Hotel, it has been in several different movies, including The Shining. And I had no idea about this one, but Dumb and Dumber also had filmed there. That's what it's known for. It was just an amazing way just to see the hotel. And um, it's just, it's got that really old like just style to it. And they've kept that up. I don't even know how old the building is. It's stunning. And they've really kept that old type of feel to the hotel ever since. But um, also Dumb and Dumber were filmed there, which I had no idea about. I was just super shocked by that. And overall, it was just a really cool place to visit. So anyways, I would definitely check that out. Um, We ended up just walking around for free, but they do offer like 60 minute tours and stuff that go a little bit more behind the scenes. I think they even have like tunnels that go underground. It just, it's, it's a really cool place and um, just a a neat, unique place to check out. So that was the Stanley hotel. So that was one of the, the following days. And then our last big full day before we had to travel back home, we did end up hitting up Red Rocks, which is seriously one of the most iconic parts of Colorado besides Rocky Mountain National Park area. You know, the Red Rocks, it's where they've got the amphitheater. There's a lot of um, like live music that happens there. I know there's some comedians that do stand up out there and I've seen pictures from other people and it is just beautiful because it's like you've got the red rocks on both sides of all the seat like the amphitheater seating and it's just a stunning stunning view because behind the stage is where you've got just the view there's like you know the the mountain range there it's just gorgeous and then far off in the distance there's um some sort of lake i can't remember which one it is but it is so so pretty so definitely take the time to go out there i have not personally been out there for a live concert i know friends of ours have and i just it would be such an amazing atmosphere to be around so i would highly highly recommend hitting up the red rocks And then last but not least, this was kind of a fun surprise for us. We did not have this planned. And my husband, by the way, he is such a planner. Like he loves a good itinerary, (laughs) which I'm pretty organized myself. But when it comes to itineraries, he is like the itinerary guru. I'm telling you, everything is down, like down pat to a T, where we're going, what time, what we need to bring. And so one thing that he, he was driving most of the time and we ended up, we had a rented car from the airport and we went through Golden 
Colorado, which if you guys don't know, Golden is where the Coors Brewery is at. So where they brew Coors. Um, now it's Miller Coors because they combine companies. Um, and we originally were going to be going there to do the, the brewery tour here. Apparently they're not open on Mondays, at least for the tour that we were wanting to do. And so we were driving around town and we, we drove past this rooftop bar and Oh my gosh, you guys, rooftop bars are, (laughs) it's like my love language. Every time I see a rooftop bar, I'm like, we have to go. We just have to go. Like you're up higher, like you're outside. Like it's such a good vibe to me to have a rooftop bar. And so we ended up checking this place out. This was one of the coolest places I have ever seen because the way that they had this place um, set up is when you walked in, you ended up giving them their, your credit card or debit card, and they linked that to their own card that they had to give you. And because of this card, what you do, literally, I'm not even joking when I say they probably had 25, if not 30 plus types of beers and wines, like all on these spouts, right? They're ready to go. Well, it was draft, um, draft beer and all of that stuff. But you'd put your card up in basically where there was like a little mini digital screen. I know this is hard because it's, you know, audio versus video. I'm not on YouTube yet, but they had this little digital screen next to each beer. It said what it was. And then as you're pouring, it would tell you how many ounces you poured. And so you'd have your card literally in this little slot next to each beer that you were pouring. And then when you were done pouring it, it told you how much it charged to your card. Right. And what's awesome about this too, is it had an automatic gratuity of 18% on it. So you literally didn't even need a server to go up and get your beer. That was awesome. They did have servers because they were um, serving food and stuff. But I thought that I was like, I thought the concept was brilliant. Like you could just go up, you could kind of mix. I ended up uh, mixing two different beers. I did the Lining Kugel Summer Shandy. I'm from Wisconsin. Shout out to all you Wisconsinites out there. And um, I love Summer Shandy this time of year, especially during the summer months when it's warmer. It's just super refreshing. So I ended up doing half of that. And then I did half of a kombucha that they had on tap there, which was delicious. It was a local kombucha. And so I just thought the the concept was brilliant to be able to go up, get your beer when you want. You could go up when you wanted a refill. Like it was just awesome. But anyways, can't speak enough about rooftop bars. It's just such a great atmosphere, especially when it's super nice out this time of year. And so again, that was called the Golden Mill, by the way. So the, the rooftop bar, if you're looking for that, Golden Mill. And you can actually see the Coors sign from the rooftop bar, which is pretty cool. Um, so that's really the the main overview. You guys, there are so many different places we, we stopped at. Um, as far as Rocky Mountain National Park, we got up as high as it was over 11,000 feet in elevation. And the highest point that we got was called Forest Canyon Outlook. Now, this was about, I think, six miles technically away from the continental divide. We ideally were wanting to go to the continental divide and full disclosure, there are no railings on this side. So if you've never been up the mountain before, like it's a, it's a steep drop. I'll just put it that way. And so we ended up not making up to the top because it was getting pretty high up there. We had a, we ended up um, renting a suburban and it just, 
we we felt a little bit better just coming back down the hill <laughs> instead of continuing on for for another six miles. So, um, but no, it was such an amazing trip, you guys. And you know, when I think of different things in life, like I love experiences, and I think that's really what makes life so much more fun. It's not only just being around friends and family and being around community, you know, people that lift you up, your circle, your inner circle, but it's also just having new experiences in life. And I'm so, so glad that we decided to take this trip. Cause I'll be honest, I was a little nervous having both kiddos come with us. Cause that was the first time that they had ever flown. So, you know, Luca, he's not even two yet. He's going to be two here coming up in August. Zoe right now, as I'm recording, this is five and a half. She'll be six in December. And, uh, I just, I wasn't sure how it was going to go, but it honestly went much smoother than I ever anticipated. So a couple quick travel tips before I end the episode and, and wrap this up with a nice little bow. You know, the first one, obviously I'd mentioned um, as far as like bringing food along, if you are having like a rental car, but when it comes to actually flying and traveling with kids, you know, I would first number one, Tip number one, and I've got three of them for you here, is to get TSA pre-check. So if you don't know what TSA pre-check is, it's basically where you get pre-approved ahead of time where you don't, you can kind of cut the line a little bit. So when you go to security at airports, there's always two separate lines. There's the regular security line. And then you'll notice there's always a sign that says TSA pre-check. So pre-check, there's just, it's quick. Usually the the line is a lot, lot shorter than what the regular line is. But the other benefit is you don't have to take off your shoes. You don't have to take off your jewelry. Like you don't have to take out, um, the like liquids that you've got. It's just, it's so much quicker and all you have to do, it's only like 85 or 90 bucks and it lasts for five years. So literally if you're only going to be doing like two trips within that five years, you told it's, it's so worth it. So worth it. So anyways, we had both my husband and I had TSA pre-check. So we were able to go through there with the kids right away. The benefit of that, if you do have kids is you're not in line as long. And for me, that was the the main concern that I had is if we were going to be standing in line long, that's when, especially like Luca, he's only a toddler right now. Like that's when he starts to get antsy. Whereas we were able to go right through. It was super fast. Um, we were able to put him in his stroller right away and just kind of walk around as we waited for both my parents and my brother to get through the regular security line. So I would highly, highly recommend TSA PreCheck. I'll be sure to include the link, by the way, on how to apply for TSA PreCheck. I'll put that in the show notes for today. Um, but definitely check it out. And if you've got any questions on that process, shoot me a DM on Instagram that says TSA. I am more than happy to help answer questions for you on that. All right. So tip number two is to bring your own snacks on your carry-on on the plane. So ahead of time, I ended up having these little snack Ziploc baggies. I put some pretzels in there. I had some um, like trail uh, trail mix in there with nuts, things like that. And it's so helpful because honestly, so we ended up flying Frontier, by the way. Usually we fly American um, because that's where we rack up our flyer miles. But uh, kids fly free, by the way, on Frontier. Did not know that. I know usually for most airlines, it's like under the age of two, they fly free. But kids in general for Frontier fly for free. So that's awesome. Um, So yeah, I ended up, and they didn't have any like free snacks and stuff. So I'm super glad that we ended up bringing our own snacks. That way, 
kind of kept them occupied. Um, we also brought um, our iPads along, which was a huge, huge help. Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do in your parenting. Am I right? All right. And then tip number three is I would, if at all possible, try to request a window seat because that definitely kept both of my kiddos a little bit more occupied. Um, it didn't keep them occupied for long, but it was at least something where they could kind of engage with. My son was looking out the window. He ended up, he kept saying like mountain, but he it kept saying, pronounced it like messy. <laughs> but anyways, he was saying mountain, plain, like it kept him occupied. It was just a fun way for them to, to look out the window. Um, and then of course we got kind of some pictures and stuff. But I would highly, highly recommend to bring, if you do have kids and you're flying, to bring a mini stroller or a carrier. So my husband, literally about one to two weeks before our trip to Colorado, he ended up buying a mini stroller on um, eBay for like 40 bucks. So it was super cheap. And man, that thing was a lifesaver because my son, he's almost two. So he's starting to get a little bit heavy there for carrying. And the mini stroller worked out amazing. So like I said, literally any place that we went to in the park was ADA accessible minus any hikes that you do. So we literally just had him strapped into that stroller and it was just, it was so nice. Um, and it, it was super compact too. So we were able to bring it on the plane with no problem. Um, and I also was even, it was small enough to where I was able to bring Luca on the escalator in the airport, um, too. So that is it. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I, you know, for me, I want to make sure that you're getting value out of every episode that I have. And I thought it would just be fun to share a little bit more about like the trip that we went on, a couple tips on traveling, um, with or without kiddos and, and seeing where it goes from there. But I'm so excited. I am going to be giving you guys more updates on the online course that I'm hoping to launch here yet in June. I This has been something I've been really, really excited and passionate about. And so more details to come. But if you are listening and you're somebody that you just want like a little fire lit under your butt, like you just want some more, you just want like more accountability, whatever it may be, this is going to be the course for you. And the reason I'm even more excited about this course, not only to start building habits and light a fire under your butt to get going, it's a four-week course, but I share some really amazing tips for your household and really getting rid of things that are no longer serving you and just really clearing your mindset to start, you know, to start that new page for you, whether it's new habits, whether it's just you want a fresh start, you just want to meet some new, new girlfriends, whatever it may be. I think this is going to be the course for you. So hope you have an amazing rest of your day and we'll talk to you on next week's episode. Hey girl, thank you so much for listening all the way through. If you love today's episode, it would mean so much if you share it with a girlfriend or post it on social media to help spread the word. Thanks for joining me today. And I look forward to catching up with you on next week's episode. So go out there and light your fire, girl.